decided no longer to bite chickens' heads off, but to instead enter the realm of internet radio. If suddenly you find yourself hearing talk of comic books, television shows, and motion pictures, you may have inadvertently thrown your chips down on Always Bet on Geek. Everybody and welcome to Always Bet on Geek with Marshall and Pat. What's up, y'all? It's Marshall, Squishy Now Sync on Twitter and all the other places. Welcome to another fun-filled fact-finding. I say that a lot. Welcome to another episode of Always Bet on Geek. I already said Marshall. I already said welcome to Always Bet on Geek. We're in the Hall of Geekdom this morning, this afternoon, today. Hope y'all enjoy this wonderful podcast. And I'll stop talking and send it on over to the whoever wants to talk next. <laughs> hey guys, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat down here in the capital city of the. Hey yo, somebody piss up with a drink. Oh well, yeah. Hey guys, hey yo, I think somebody's trying to drink the drink. I think they just put the cap back on the. Drink. All right, cool. Hey guys. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Okay. Hey guys, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State. And welcome to another episode of Always Bet on Geek. Alright, so over <laughs> over to my west in the Lone Star State is... Hey yo, what's up everyone? Thanks for joining us. This is Ryan, aka Mystic Mojo. Thank you for joining us once more. We're here to go ahead and put some smiles on your face and talk about some fun geeky stuff. So let's go ahead and hop on that train. Choo choo! Our aka, our AKA Low Energy mystic mojo but don't worry guys we're going to take that energy and we're going to massage it it's going to grow we're not we're not touching and growing anything for mystic mojo it's all good what are y'all talking about what he's got his own he's got his own man, mojo to deal with man y'all y'all's minds are wow is that all y'all think about yeah Pretty much so <laughs> Hey guys, but also we... also to go on and put that out there on Instagrams and or social medias, he is the Mystic Mojo. Sorry, go ahead. Nobody can find you because they're looking for the Mystic Mojo, and there's a the in front of it. 
Okay, well, um, on this week of Always Metal Geek, we're going to be looking into the new promotion for Avengers Endgame, those really awesome posters, and the rumored runtime of Avengers Endgame. Yeah! Because we're, we're in the Endgame now, baby. Uh, we're also going to be... Shit, I don't know, Marsh, what, what are we doing this podcast? I mean, the only really thing that I had to talk about, since I fucking can't find my notes, is uh, the video that Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves posted. Ah, uh, yeah. Excellent. Dang! <clears throat> well, all right, then, Al. Well, how about we do that one first? So, if you are a child of the 80s, as everybody you're hearing is, then you have seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Or you've at least heard of it. So, they came out with a sequel, which was Bill and Ted's, what, Marshall? Bogus Journey. I didn't like that one that much, but I think my boy Marsh dug it. Ryan, how about you? Station. I have to say the first one was my favorite. You might be a, what, rich or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later, everyone dances with the Reaper. See, Marshall really liked part two. So Man, part two but, was great. They went to hell. They went to heaven. They fought death for God. That spoiled baby. He can't lose in a game. Two out of three. Five out of three. what the fuck? Then they put him in the band as the bassist. Then they went to the future and learned how to play. And then came back and rocked us out with some kiss music. Man, there's gonna be a lot of fucking plagiarism in this episode because I'm gonna put a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta do, Marshall. Thankfully, nobody listens. Yeah, no, none of the big wigs listen, so I guess it's not a problem. But um, since we're all into building Ted, Marsh, how about you announce what um, what they announced on Twitter? Well, not just on Twitter, but all, but on the internet, they announced that hopefully, maybe, possibly, this summer, there will be a Bill and Ted three. Face the music. Hi, I'm Alex Winter. And I'm Keanu Reeves. And together, we are Wild, Wild Stallions. Stallions. And we are here at the Hollywood Bowl, where we'll never play. Never play. No. But we're here to announce something. Yes. <laughs> we want to say thank you to you, the fans. We do. Because it looks like we might... Actually... Hopefully... Make a movie this summer. Bill and Ted 3. Face the music. Yes. And it is all because of you guys, and so we owe you a huge debt of gratitude, and we wanted to say thank you. Thank you. And be excellent. Be excellent. Woo! Uh, I was not aware that was going to be the tagline. Did you, not, awesome. did you not watch the video I, that I sent you? <laughs> I guess not. I've seen that video all over my Twitter. My It was on, it was on Snapchat. So I, I just haven't made time to watch it yet. Oh, man. Yeah. But that's how they, that's how they said it in... In the video, they they took turns. Maybe, hopefully, possibly, we'll make a movie next summer, and then the other one. It was it's pretty cool. Keanu has forgotten all about how to be that character. He's been John Wick and Neo and shit. You, I mean, you can tell he's he's, he, he's also like in his fifties now. And when he did that, he was he was in his twenties. Easy, 20s, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That that, that goofy swagger that a, he has. He doesn't have that goofy swagger anymore. <laughs> He's a real life monster badass. Plus, it would actually make sense because we would expect Bill and Ted to grow up since it's been about 30 years. And even if they're still dipshits, they still would be adult dipshits. Which yeah, might make I them think, less likable. But I think that's the point of the movie, right? Because in this part of their timeline, they should have already saved the world yep. <laughs> with their music. And that hasn't happened yet. So I think the point of the movie is like, wait, what happened to the future? The one where we were awesome. <laughs> we had saved the world with our hot girlfriends with music. <laughs> so, with the princesses, that's right. Yeah. Well, the writers uh, are the original writers, uh, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Sweet. And they did a they did an interview where they said that they had been thinking about different stories that they could tell for the third movie, and the one that made more sense that seemed the most fun and enjoyable was basically that Bill and Ted are now in their fifties. They're supposed to have written the great song that's going to save the cosmos and they haven't done it and so their marriage is falling apart they have all this stress on them that the universe is depending on them the future is literally going to unravel if they don't and yet they still can't do what they need to do and so that's basically the premise of what they have to face that's awesome okay i want to see that movie <laughs> because it really speaks to also to our generation we're gen x we were supposed to like you know we help build up the internet we did all this stuff and now it's all turned to shit <laughs> it's like wait what the fuck happened to our future so that i think that's gonna be actually pretty awesome so i'll uh i'm hyped now i'll email i'll email, I'll email the president and ask him <laughs> i'm sure you'll get an answer i'm sure I won't, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll just edit all that out. Go ahead. And I think the reason why I haven't seen, I haven't watched the announcement is this has been teased for a long time. A decade. And I got tired. <laughs> right. I got tired of the tease and no climax. So I was like, you know what? I'm done being teased. When I see my first trailer, <laughs> then I'll be on the hype train. But that idea you just said, Ryan, from the writers, that's really, that sounds awesome. And I really hope they pull it off. Because cool. to be fair, Keanu doesn't have to do this. <laughs> like we said, he's John Wick. Yeah, you this, know? Is, this <laughs> is absolutely Neo. a, a big fuck. <laughs> he doesn't have to do any of this shit anymore. So I hope he finds the time. <laughs> <laughs> to do Build a Ted 3 when he's not trying to kill all of Europe in John Wick 3. <laughs> hey, they shouldn't have fucked with him. I mean, what the hell? I've seen videos yep. of Keanu, like, he goes off in trains with guns and shit. This motherfucker is a real-life, real-deal badass. I mean, he can fire all yes. the weapons, and he is, like, Hawkeye on point. That target trading practice, it was like, 15 minutes of video of him basically training like special ops man he goes the corners chest chest head chest chest head chest chest head chest chest I mean everything just fuck damn and then on top of it he donates yeah. millions and millions and millions to charity and organizations and 
he'll be in restaurants and somebody will recognize him and say, hey, and he'll pay for their dinner. And, I mean, it's just like, this dude's real. He's Cause a real I, deal. Yeah, because I think, I think even after all the fame and money, he's still just a big hippie, honestly. <laughs> he donated every cent that he made from The Matrix. He didn't make any money off The Matrix. Wow. Because he made, he would have made hell of money from those three movies, so that's impressive. Well, I mean, we, it's not just Bill and Ted. It's not just, he was in Speed. That was a humongous freaking hit. That's right. That was one of the biggest hits of the 90s. I mean, <laughs> damn, there's been a lot of movies. And he was smart enough to not do Speed 2. <laughs> you got to give him props for that. <laughs> he was in Interview with a Vampire. Jesus, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Interview with Vampire. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, sorry. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right, right. And then uh, Point Break was Patrick Swayze, but I don't know how I don't That's know how right. big of a like, commercial success that was. No. That one got bigger as a, as a cult movie as time went on. And that was a so. good movie. Um, yeah. And what's Alex Winter done? Stop. He wasn't. No, he was. The, he was in the Lost Boys. He was the the baby well, face vampire that got killed first. That was him. <laughs> I just, I just now realized. No, I wasn't that. trying to be smart. I was really because I mean, Lost Boys was one of my favorite fucking movies, dude. <laughs> Mine's too. Mine's too. But I did not realize that until just now. Wow. They put some okay. fake extensions in the back of his head and gave him a crazy looking mullet. It was like. I don't know, some cracked out version of Ted, Bill. Which which one was he? Ted, Bill. Ted. Anyway, um, he also ex- actually Alex Winter has recently written a book on cryptocurrency oh, wow. called uh, Trust Machine. I think that just came out okay, last cool. year. Okay, so he's all he's all. <laughs> wait, so was it pro? Was it pro or con? Well, with the I haven't read the book. But okay. from what I've gathered, basically, he's just kind of educating people about it and just trying to help let people understand, like, here's some of the things that's happening with it, whether or not it's going to be an economic uh, system or if it's going to merge into something, you know, beyond just financials. And he shares stories about how, you know, people are using them for uh, contracts, uh, you know, crypto, because the blockchain specifically, yeah. the program behind yeah. blockchain is very versatile. And so yeah. some of this <clears throat> stuff has been used to help in humanitarian aid, to help with immigration crisis. So there's a lot of things going on behind that, but he apparently seems to be really into it, and that seems to be his current torch that he's so carrying. Prob- probably pro Excellent. then. Okay. I thought you were going to say his. Uh, the name of his book was What Happened? Where Did I Go Wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I'm joking. I, I, I really enjoy. I really like Alex Winter. I'm just fucking with him. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, also excellent. <laughs> also, so, excellent. Marsh, so sound effect. Yeah, my rock band, my band and rock band is Wild Stallions as well. I know. <laughs> I've been ca- carrying that Wild Stallion fucking banner for. God, 30 years, man. I can't believe it's been so long. <sighs> That's hurtful. I still remember, like, because, like, I know y'all told me that y'all's first entrance into, into time travel was um, Back to the Future. 
mm-hmm. but that was not mine. Mine was Star Trek and comic books. But Bill and Ted did have one of my favorite time travel moments when they were having to escape from the jail. And they were like, reminder, reminder, remind ourselves to leave the keys. Ah, here we go. Remind the trash can. Get the trash can. What? I was like, this is awesome, man. This Slaps, is really slapstick awesome. Slapstick paradox. It's... <laughs> right. <laughs> but it also, I don't know why, but as a kid, that for the first time made me it clicked something in my head about how hard it would be to fight Kang the Conqueror. Like how do you fight a time conqueror when they can use time against you? And for the first time watching that scene in the movie made me appreciate, wow, the Avengers are really badass to be able to be Kang all these times when Kang can use time like this against them. I don't know why it just that stuck with me. Fuck time travel. Wait, let me say that closer to the microphone. Fuck time travel. <clears throat> Sorry for blowing y'all's ears out, but I had to say that, y'all. No, I feel bad because I remember an old Marshall, well, a Marshall who was younger, who did not mind our kind of light time travel stories. It wasn't until I put him through the crucible of my Marvel game and my time travel stories that I broke a man. So, sorry about that. It's true. It's true. Don't make jokes. It's fucking true. But, it didn't break Ryan. Ryan, did my harsh furnace of my crucible of time travel stories okay. break you? Are... Let me, to be to be fair, he didn't play for a decade. <laughs> I've had time to heal from the trauma. Right. <laughs> to, to, to be fair. Marshall's been on active duty. Well, since For the 20 years now. Oh, Jesus. There was a couple times where this game would have died if I hadn't have been so gung-ho to... I don't care, Pat. I don't care if anybody plays. We're playing. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Joseph, Jeff, Aaron, Karen. I don't care. We're playing Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually sat back to think about how many people have been in my Marvel game, and my list Forrest, was Karen, bigger than Christy. I remember. There was there was who I considered the three founders, Marshall, Ryan, mm-hmm. and Christy. Mm-hmm. Then there was Aaron, Karen, Jamie, Davery, other Karen, and Corey, Daniel, um... Oh yeah, Daniel did play like one or two games, didn't he? Brian yeah. Love played. For yeah, actually, um, <laughs> one game. <laughs> Daniel's character is who is still in the game. Yeah, yeah, and he's the leader of the Exiles. That's still his character. So, I, yeah. Um. Oh my God, I feel I feel like a crack dealer. <laughs> I'm like, this is the result of what I've done to the world. <laughs> In all fairness, I did that with Ultima Online too. So I mean, oh know. my god, I forgot how how obsessed you and Ryan were with that fucking game. Oh, all right, but yeah. So sorry, we got we got off topic, which is what we do we at ABOG. But yeah, so speaking of Marvel, the Avengers in-game posters, and the reason why I want to bring this up is because I thought it was a very effective, simple promotion, and I read somewhere online that. Folks are saying that um, the in-game promotion has its own point. There hasn't been a misstep, and I agree. 
It's been awesome. They got us hype, and they've teased us, and we still don't know what the story is. <laughs> I mean, all we see are cool images and awesome music, and we're all in, but we don't know what happens in this movie at all. <laughs> I mean, we could probably tease it out some, which I'm going to do because I don't, I don't even want to give up any offhand spoilers, but we don't even know what the plot is of this movie besides they need to fix what has happened. <laughs> That's it, man. Which is awesome. And part of the reason is because um, the Russo brothers, they said that their favorite movie when they were kids was Empire Strikes Back. And as they grew up, they started to figure out, well, why did we love that movie so much? And they figured out, A, it was awesome. But B, it's because the promotion at the time didn't give away any of the story. They gave away just enough to get you hyped for a new Star Wars movie, but they did not give out any major plot points or anything of the story. So they said that when they went to go see it, they went in there fresh, hyped but fresh. And once they saw it, they were like, oh my god, we never could have seen that coming. And then they're like, and we've been in Hollywood long enough to know how some trailers can spoil a movie to the point where you ask yourself, why am I even in here? I've seen the entire movie in the trailers. And that was one thing they were really hardcore about. Like, no, some cool images, but give away nothing of the plot. And let's go. So... Which I personally re respect because I absolutely hate it when I see a trailer and basically I, they've condensed down the whole movie so that right. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go there and hope I forget that I just saw so-and-so <laughs> right. <kill> so-and-so. <laughs> right, right. And plus, the Russo brothers will go so far as to have fake scenes in the trailer that never appear in the movie. Just wow, to, you know, that's actually yeah. pretty cool. They yep. did that in, in Avengers, too. <clears throat> the you one mean, that comes to mind is that big action shot with them. Whoop, whoop. Somebody's echoing. Sorry. Um, that big action scene with all the Avengers running forward with the Hulk in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> Never happened. Never, yeah, never yeah. happened. That's but, it's like, but damn, gotcha. how much money did you put <laughs> right. CG and the Hulk into all that and everybody? Wow. Okay, y'all are just burning money. Okay. Whatever. No shits. Yeah, how about you just share, you know, point one 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 or point zero 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 one percent of that with me? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, Marsh, you're right. They did all that just for a hype scene that they never even put in the behind-the-scenes cut on the Blu-ray. They did that just to have a cool scene in the trailer to get you hyped. And you're right, all because they had War Machine in the background, they had Hulk running, like all these characters together yeah. that weren't in that scene. And they said, you know what? We're Disney, we're Marvel. Let's go ahead and burn this couple of million. <laughs> Let's put this cool one-second shot of all these characters to get our fans hyped. Oh, man, I love Marvel Studios so much, man. <laughs> it's so awesome. I kind of hope that they do it like the comic. <clears throat> I know, I'm talking... Well, you said you didn't want to give spoilers. Yep. It's probably not going to happen, though. Uh, but it's a potential, can we, but... Can we speculate on whether... Thanos loses the gauntlet like he does in the book? 
Oh. Or if maybe Gamora will take the place of Adam Warlock in said process. Nope. You don't want to talk about it. Or nope, nope. you don't think it's going to happen. Okay. All right, well, never mind. There's not much to talk about oh, then. Sorry, yes. About the posters. <laughs> so the point of the posters were they released two sets, some in color, some in black and white. And they had the simple tagline, Avenge the Fallen, with uh-huh. the A and Fallen, the Avengers symbol, all, like, all cracked. So, all, all, and then, and the posters are only headshots of them looking like cool heroes. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing that now. But every hero in color are the ones that live and survive what they're calling, well, what the fans call the snapture. <laughs> the snapture. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> but um clever, but oh my god. Yes, exactly. But in the movie they called it the decimation. So and all the characters in black and white are the ones that got snapped, that got dusted. So I thought that was a pretty efficient, like, events to fall in. And there were some characters that folks did not realize got snapped, like Shuri from, like, in Wakanda. They're like, not Shuri too! Who's in charge of Wakanda? So, it's been fun to see the, the fan reaction. Paul Rudd did his first con this past weekend. A guy, really? a guy that uh, I know that's part of the Ant Hill, uh, Nate, uh, Bacon Nate Townsend. I think his name is Townsend. He uh, he had he had him do the ant salute, the tell him Steve they have ant salute, which is putting your two fingers up on the top of your head like antenna. He looked bewildered. He was like, "What the fuck have I gotten myself into with this shit?" <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what? I'm sure your first con. Is a, oh man, people ask you to do so a, many weird things in those photo ops, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's an intense experience, man. It has to be intense. Oh, I man. saw this, I saw this recent um, Rolling Stone interview with Sophie and um, Macy Macy from Game of Thrones, and Macy they Williams. were, yeah, and they were describing their first con, and I was like, wow. Because it's like, yeah, I can it's, imagine. It's intense. It'd be worse for her. She was like ten or something, little twelve or something. She was, yeah, she was twelve yeah. when she started, and now she's like twenty-two, and like they're and now they're best friends in real life. Like they are like soulmates. Oh, like I watched Sophie Turner and Macy Williams. Yeah. Hey, because did they scrap the new mutants movie? Yeah, because she was supposed yeah, to. Macy Williams was uh, set to play Wolvesbane. Yeah, it's been on. It's been put on indefinite hold after the sale. That's a shame. And odds are, it's, it's just going to be scrapped. Yeah, and they closed. I, they closed down Fox Studios as soon as they bought the place. <laughs> Sorry, you guys yep. are out of work. And Good luck. So the, <laughs> so the last X movie in that franchise will be Dark Phoenix. Shame. That's it. Except it was just announced because it was announced. Um, Rob Laffell announced it on his Instagram mm. that it's been confirmed that Kevin Feige says that um, 
Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool will be imported wholesale into the MCU. <laughs> like, they'll keep a Deadpool. <laughs> but everything else. Deadpool actually can shift between realities and right, easily, everything yeah. without it being because he breaks the fourth wall. And, yeah, yep. That actually in works fact, out perfect. In fact, he'll go, well, I'm making real money now. Yay, all hell the mouse. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can, mm-hmm. I can already see it. <laughs> well, that and the fact that if. He hadn't been championing, championing the champion, championing this movie for over a decade. It would have never been made. I mean, also true. They had him play quote Deadpool in quote in the fucking Wolverine Origins movie too. Yeah, a movie I <laughs> Which, love, but that Deadpool, I gotta say, did, I gotta say that was awful. How could you love that? How like, could you love right. that movie, man? Did you just call <laughs> me Ryan. Blob? <laughs> We're going to let you go ahead and play Deadpool, but you know what? Fuck you. You're not going to have any lines. We don't want to hear you say a word. Deadpool with no lines. You might as well just throw him out. Right. Everything everything that makes Deadpool Deadpool, we're going to change. We're going to give you optic blast and then take away your mouth and all this shit. Like, what is this? But the best part of Wolverine Origins is the part where Wolverine kills a helicopter. <laughs> I mean, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> You're nuts, man. <clears throat> Which I thought was the coolest scene of a ground-based hero killing a, killing a airplane until Captain America <laughs> the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. where Cap takes down an Avengers Quinjet. I'm like, holy shit! He is so badass! <laughs> yeah, gotta love Vibranium Shields. Man. All right. So, but yeah. We, so, um, we got that's... the Bill and Ted, uh, Bill and Ted three coming out. Uh, the tentative date is August twenty twenty. We got the adventure poster with the subtle homage to the Fallen. Avenge the Fallen, because remember in the first Avengers movie when Stark told Loki, "Because if we can't save the world, we'll make damn sure we'll avenge it, whatever it takes." Whatever it takes. We're in the end game now. Well, <laughs> All the taglines. All the taglines. I <laughs> love it. Well, do we want to go ahead and uh, give a teaser of what we're going to be talking about next week? Yes. Um, next week, it's like life, people. It's like life. We don't know what life will bring. But the only thing we can assure you is that next week we'll be back with a, yet another weekly podcast of ABOG. Because do we have time for a teaser, Ryan? Do we really? Or is it time to wrap this up and role-play your awesome Eminem game? Mutants and Masterminds, folks. Our boy over here, Ryan, is running a badass game set with those game mechanics that me and Marshall have been hyped for for the past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why this podcast could be a bit shorter than all the other ones. Well, um, next week because this reminds me of something that I needed to to say on the podcast. Do y'all want to try to do episode two of Umbrella Academy? Umbrella Academy. It sure. Sounds like our episode one commentary is a rousing success and quite actually, yeah. I was I've been impressed. With the feedback, people seem to really yeah, like the guy it, so that's I, uh, that was the guy that call. I actually he I've heard I heard about Umbrella Academy like everybody else, but he was telling me about it 
Okay, this time I won't forget to say his name is Christian Semach. There you go. Okay, so he wants to know when number one was transformed, did his schlong also transform as well? Technical difficulties have now been. I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to send everybody who listens to your Facebook page. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, God, no, Lord, hey. please. My family is on that page. Don't, don't send people to me with that kind of shit. I was like, man, you should have known better before you asked me them questions, man. I mean, <laughs> no, hey, that, that is a typical fanboy question because it reminds me of Marl Rats when Brody met Stan Lee and all his, his questions were yo the thing is this is this dog also or, also orange rock <laughs> so rock yeah, hard man, baby uh, alright guys so this has been another episode of ABOG um, I I have and shall continue to be your friendly neighborhood co-host Pat down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State across to my west in the Lone Star State is low energy Mystic Mojo, but I think we succeeded in getting him at least to midpoint energy. <laughs> and by the time it's time to role play, he'll be high point energy. Rye, take it away. Hey guys, uh, thanks to my co host and uh, our listeners for continuing to put up with our nonsense and my low energy allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got nothing witty this time, so I guess maybe I do have low energy. But see, way, right there, because y'all know, y'all know Ryan can can burn us like we burn him. But that's proof positive right there. <laughs> but anyway, it's been fun. Looking forward to uh, seeing what we throw at you guys next week, and hope you guys continue to enjoy it. And once again, thank you so much for being a part of our geeky world. Oh, there's some other guy that wants to say something, too. I don't know if I want to say anything, necessarily, but I think I need to. Need. You can find us on the network. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube is important. We're doing that. Subscribe. Thumbs up. You you can find us in the boot. You can find us in the shoe. You can find us all across the hills, because this is Dr. Seuss. I do not like green eggs in him. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you have anything to say to us at all, hit us up on those things or alwaysbetongeek at gmail.com. You can find Pat at SXYBLKMN. That's right, Sexy Black Man. You can find Ryan at The Mystic Mojo. You can find Marshall at, you don't care about Marshall, Google Always Bet on Geek. All right, people, from the Hall of Geekdom, from us to you, our love. To your ears, that was always bad on Geek for this week. (laughs) And with that, we out. Always bet on Geek. That's what I'm saying, man. We need to keep our we need to keep our stuff down to a manageable bite-sized chunk, and I promise we will spread like wildfire because we are actually funny. But nobody I don't even want to listen to an hour and a half of our shit.